<laughs> Ooh, what's that? There's my phone doing ads because I'm playing stuff. <laughs> Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Eat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. Caitlin and I went on an adventure. Once again, we left Helen at home. Yep. Because she didn't want to come. Yep. Yeah. Where did we go, Katie? We went to see the ballet. We're all Yay! cultured now. <laughs> we went to the Nutcracker. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so it's Christmas time. <laughs> That's the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Mm. <laughs> it's just like the one that everyone recognizes. There's heaps that there's heaps yep. that you recognize. Like I know well, I know all of it. I recognize all of it. Um, yeah, I love the Nutcracker. Yeah. Yes. So the Nutcracker, it's an 1892 two-act classical ballet by Tchaikovsky set on Christmas Eve at the foot of a Christmas tree in a child's imagination. <laughs> I love that that's the sum up of the plot. Um, it is an adaptation of E.T.A. Hoffman's 1816 short story, The Nutcracker and the Mouse King. Mm. And the ballet's first choreographer was Marius Petipa. That was the first kind of production. The, I had a little look at the, the short story synopsis. Oh, yeah. Um, and it is a little bit like the same kind of stuff happens. Like there's a party and there's the brat little brother that breaks the nutcracker and stuff um but then there's like a couple of interludes where like the little girl who is not called clara is like a maria or or something like that um is like has these fan like a couple of fantastic adventures and each time she's like i had this fantastic adventure and her parents are like stop making shit up (laughs) um and there's like this saga of like there's this mouse queen and there's this like other like actual king and queen and the mice ate some lard or something and then the queen got angry and killed the mouse queen's kids Um, and then there was like a curse put on the queen's daughter Uh, there's (laughs) a cartoon movie that vaguely has that plot too yeah (laughs) yeah and then and that the, the curse gets transferred to a like a boy, yeah. who, something about he broke it by cracking open a nut with his teeth and got yeah. turned into a nutcracker or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he stumbled on like he had to crack this nut and then take seven steps back, but he like stumbled on the mouse queen and um and so he turns into a nutcracker instead. And then the princess is like, "Ew, you're ugly. I don't want to marry you." But then. Mm. The Clara character is like, I would marry you, whatever you look like, and that magically breaks the curse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's a little bit like when you look at like the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, like that recent movie, there's a little bit of those aspects thrown in, the whole like world and like a curse that needs to be broken and stuff. Um, The ballet doesn't really have that. So the ballet, the first act is about the Christmas party. So there's a Christmas party happening in like the 1800s and they've got the fantastic um, Sherlock Holmes cloak thing. Mm. The, what's it? They're what just wearing call? fashion. <laughs> yeah, and top hats and stuff. Like, mm. I love the outfits. And they're having this Christmas party and it's all exciting and the kids are mucking around and Clara's got an asshole brother who keeps wrecking stuff. And there's mm. like um, in our production that we saw it was Uncle Drosselmeyer, but I think mm. in most of the other productions and the stories it's like the godfather um, who's a toy maker and a clock maker and stuff, and he comes and, like, 
there's a little bit of like magic tricks and stuff and then um there's like this magical story that may or may not be a dream that like begins and then act two is just like the recital in the fantasy land with the racist Mm. bits and some other stuff and then it's like the end so it's like (laughs) a much more simplified story um and the so the premiere of the ballet was at in St Petersburg and it got a bit of a meh reception everyone's like eh it's a ballet it's all right, I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, the first, but it did get performed a few times and like a few different companies performed it. And then the first like out of Russia production was in England in 1934. Um, and that was an adaptation of the original choreography as well. Um, and then there was one in the USA in like the 40s that was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that happened. But then the New York City Ballet put on a production in 1954, which Balanchine, George Balanchine, choreographed, and that was like a massive hit. And they're still doing that ballet. Like every Christmas they get out that ballet, they dust it off, and they put it on the, like, the <laughs> original the choreography. Ballet. Yeah, yeah it's and it's a huge thing. And the... I really want to go see it. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see the New York City Ballet production of it. So that was a big hit. And that's kind of like credited with being this has launched the Nutcracker as like the big Christmas ballet that companies around the world put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so there are some racist bits. <laughs> and that's part of the Nutcracker suite, which was actually a separate, like it's about 20 minutes, and Tchaikovsky wrote that first and like performed that as like a little concert thing. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And so he expanded it into the ballet and then was like, eh, like, it's not, it's not mm. as good. Um, so that's the um, the Sugar Plum Fairy. So they've got Spanish chocolate, which is a, yes. like, white Racial stereotype, yep. Um, <laughs> Spain, Spanish people. Coffee from Arabia, which is the... Da, 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 um the the fish dance in Fantasia. <laughs> yeah, I always um, I can, no, just, I can visualize Fantasia. Then, yeah, yeah, the tea from China um, and candy canes from Russia. <laughs> um, and the, the the Russian one is based on a folk dance. Yeah, yeah, that one where they do the the, the squatting, the jumpy jumps. Yeah, yeah, it's been some productions they've turned that into candy canes. Um, yeah, the I think so that was originally meant to be. Candy it was trepak. Trepak is the thing, but then there's the dance of the reed flutes, which often has the that's the sugar candy cane one in our production that we saw. Oh. Um, mm. says so and then there's also which. We didn't have I thought they production. were like marshmallows or like marzipan fancies or something. Yeah, yeah, marzipan. Yeah, that's the dance of the reed flutes is the name of the music. Oh, okay. Just I'm thinking of the Barbie Nutcracker and how they had characters named things. There was Captain Candy. Yeah, that's the dance of the reed flutes and that's the like candy cane people. The Russian... Trepak dance is just based on like a character. It's a character dance, like a folk dance mm-hmm. called the Trepak. Now I'm looking um, at all the names. It's the Barbie journeys to the gingerbread village and meets, gets yeah. the horse marzipan. Yeah, and so the meets, ones that we yeah. see, are like Major Mention Captain Candy. 
I they look that... more like gingerbread men than they look like mm. um, candy canes. And the next dance in the list look more like candy canes than anything. Mm. I think the original production, it's more of like we're kind of going around the world. So it's they don't I don't think they had like it's Mother Ginger and the Polishanels. Mm. Um is one of the ones that it wasn't in our production. They just missed yeah. that one out entirely. But it's more like they have the chocolate Spanish dance, the Arabian coffee dance, the Chinese tea dance, the Russian dance, then the dance of the reed flutes. Um, mm. Then you have Mother Ginger and then the Waltz of the Flowers and then you have the pas de deux with um, the sugar, sugar plum, plum and the prince mm-hmm. and then the sugar plum does her variation. And then the prince does his variation and they mm. do it again together and then they all do the bow dance and then they yeah. all bow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 17 yeah. bow dance. <laughs> and I think I because think Balanchine's um, Nutcracker, they – it's odd because so the issue is that the um, there's these the Spanish and especially the Chinese and the Arabian mm. um, are really like real ethnic stereotypes. They're kind of and they and it's kind of like putting yellow face on the Chinese dance. Mm. They always wear the little the little hats, field hat, yeah. and they do the like two finger salute thing, which is quite um, problematic. Mm. in a lot of the choreography, um, which you can see the Royal Ballet still does that version and Balanchine also does that with the um, two-finger salute thing. And it's just it's kind of this like ethnic stereotype Mm. kind of it's a bit yucky Um, and it's it's strange because I find that Mm. and especially because it originated in Russia, it's kind of like, oh, Mm. this is one of our dances that they're presenting so it's less caricatured. Yeah. But the Balanchine version, so they do there, I when I wa- I've watched it's on YouTube. So they do have a um they filmed it, I think they filmed it in like 2011, like not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And no, the Arabian one is really it's just one girl and it's really like sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's really over the top, like she's being sexy and she's not wearing much. The belly um, dancer thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. And um the Chinese dance is really like, we're being Chinese. Like they don't draw the makeup, they don't wear the yellow face makeup anymore, but it's they may as well. Or like mm-hmm. kind of they're still doing those those kind of like caricature dance. Um and the Spanish one is um like a very Spanish style. Um but the Russian one, that they've changed that to a candy cane dance. So there's one guy who comes out and he has his little, like, because they have a lot of kids in the Balanchine production from the School of American Ballet. So they have, like, all these kids that have got the little, like, candy cane hoops and he's got, he's dressed up as, like, a candy cane basically and he's got the candy cane hoop and he does a whole bunch of jumps and stuff, but it's not at all like the Russian um, Cossack dancer kind of style. Like you mm. see the flowers in the, in the, um, in um, Fantasia. And it's like so they they made that one they like removed all the racial stereotypes and did like an amazing new choreography made this cool dance, um, but they didn't do it with any of the others. It's like that's the others could be like that. It doesn't have to be Chinese and it doesn't have to be like all these things. Like we could just mm. do new choreography and put new costumes on. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's it's one of those ongoing discussions that's just a little bit problematic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but so I 
obviously did no research into any of it all. Um, <laughs> like I just, mm. I've experienced the Nutcracker in its various iterations. And I always understood it to be, this is concerning racist stuff, but it's from the perspective of a young girl who is from a very sheltered, wealthy family in like British or Russia or wherever. And they're having their Christmas party. And at the Christmas party, they get these special things that they don't get any other time of the year. They get chocolate from Spain. And she gets told mm. these stories about the Spanish people. And this is her interpretation based on what the adults around her have told yeah, her. Yeah, it's like her Spain dream like. fantasy. Yeah, so it's yeah. less like harmful and more like, okay, the adults of the time were clearly very racist and uninformed. Um, but it's like a sweet version of. Yeah, it fits in the story, but I think the Mm. issue is actually presenting it to a modern audience without having, like, taking into consideration that we know Oh, yeah, you could easily, (laughs) they could easily take it away because we don't, we don't know it's Spanish chocolate. They don't say, it's the Spanish chocolate. Here they are. Like, that's not written down anywhere. And there's not even any tea. The only one, Mm. like, in our production that we saw, the Arabian Dance, they had the coffee pot thing. They had the coffee pot, yeah. But they Um, didn't have, like, tea prop for no. the Chinese tea dance or any chocolate props or anything. So it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so they yeah. could have, like, they could skip over it entirely instead of having, like, yeah, they could just the have Spanish a different variation. Whatever. Like the candy yeah. cane one that they do in the Balanchine production. I did spend or, the morning basically watching every production. Yeah. <laughs> like well, they could go the completely different direction. They're like, okay, Spanish dance. Have actual Spanish dancers come out and do a Spanish dance mm. to the music. And, then and that's have, part of the argument is that a lot of mm. ballet companies are more diverse now as well where yeah. they didn't used to be. Um, but it is a very – because it's such a traditional – like it's yeah, this like traditional Western art form. It is still very white and has an ideal that's very white. Um, mm. Even though there are like the the companies themselves are a little bit more diverse. Yeah, but yes. they, could, they could do better. But that's it's it's one of those things that it's like. But it's like a traditional thing, and we've been doing it for some for a long well, time. No, that's not an argument <laughs> for being racist. Is it's a traditional thing? We're going to continue being racist. Yeah, that's a silly. Yeah, argument. and they're like, but it's not really <laughs> racist. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this whole, there's this whole like stuff of like, is it racist or is it not? Like, isn't it just a bit of fun? Like, we've got actual Chinese dancers doing it now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, is it still pro- yeah, yeah, it, it's problematic. Sorry, like, someone of an ethnicity doing a caricature of the ethnicity is not. Yeah, it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's still racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. People yeah. are not nice. We don't like people. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the nutcracker. So I remember, Helen, have you seen a, like a production of the nutcracker that's not a Barbie movie? Uh, I, th- I remember Grant took us to see a ballet, but I don't remember actually anything except playing and with my friend who was with me mm. at the time. Yeah, I do remember you, when you did ballet that one time and you had that cute little green tutu. Yeah. Um, and you went to the ballet with Graham, but I don't know what one it was, but I do remember I definitely went and Caitlin may have gone, but Graham took us to the Nutcracker. I remember. I think I might have been Graham taking us to a couple of things and the mm. one that sticks in my memory most is the time we tried to go ice skating and like Graham was like stressed because she was trying to get us on the bus mm. um, and we were somewhere that she wasn't used to and so it's like. 
She ended up like climbing into random buses and being like, are you going to this stop? <laughs> Can you tell us yeah. when you get there? And the nice bus drivers were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and she, she, yeah, she was good at public transport. But I remember yeah. going because I think we went to Marty's house. Our other grandma went to her house. Oh, maybe we dropped off our brother. I don't think Helen was around or Helen might have been very, very small. But I remember going there and then meeting It's possible Gran. it was the year that Helen was born. Yeah, and yeah, maybe. There. And I think mum came with us to the ballet and it was definitely a matinee. It was a daytime thing and we did catch public transport into town mm. um, because the, the West Australian Ballet, um, their home is the His Majesty's Theatre in mm. Perth mm-hmm. in town uh, called The Madge. Yep. Everyone just yep. calls it the match. And um, so it probably would have been even like this, oh, maybe not. I think it might have been redone. It might have been this production. But I remember, like, I remember going and I remember sitting there and like, and I remember loving it. But the I have one vision stuck in my head and it was in the party. I think it must have been once everyone had gone to bed and as the, like, Rat King starts coming out and that's the bit where in most productions the Christmas tree grows bigger and the clock comes out and, that, like, it gives you this idea that Clara's shrinking down, mm. like, to, like, rat size because the rats start being small and then they're big. And mm. I remember they had these, like, couches that were, like, full-on grandma couches. They were just, like, couches that were, like, pink and floral. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were really big. They were, like, huge and they just, they would have moved in like set pieces do so they, like, slid into place and then they must have slid away. Like, I can't remember which way they were going, but I just remember being like, whoa, that's so weird. <laughs> and that's, like, the only thing I remember from <laughs> seeing the Nutcracker. <laughs> I remember the music and I remember that the pirate army are coming. Mm. But we've seen this version of the Nutcracker twice. <laughs> Yeah. Not back-to-back years, but in recent years we've seen it twice. Yeah. And each time I always forget that the uncle guy, the Dosselmeyer, he has a much bigger part than I expect him to have. Like he's there throughout the entire show. We have an extra prologue, a different prologue. Yes. Um, And I forget that the Christmas party is like the whole first act. Like, yeah. I expect the Christmas party to be done and then get straight into that um, mouse Adventure. army fighting with yeah. the Nutcracker. But like it's the whole first act and it's like the last scene of the first act is the like Defeating oh, the, magic the mice yeah. and, yeah, and, and so going good. to the snowland. Yeah. And I always forget that the tree grows and I forget that um, – there's all these like extra magical bits. Like we get a little magical um, snow coach that goes off into the sky <laughs> with Clara and the Nutcracker so that they arrive at the magical land. And I'm always like, oh, that's how they get there. I just thought they sort of poofed into it. <laughs> like, yeah. the they go off into the sky. They've got the sleigh. They abs- the, sc- the sleigh goes off into the sky area. Did you not understand the set piece? It's clouds. Oh, They're above yeah, London. Okay, I see. Ooh, yeah. yeah. No, because then- the, the London production <laughs> mm. – it actually flies. Oh wow! <laughs> stage. I was like, Alf doesn't do that. Alf doesn't fly because it doesn't that would leave be the a- stage. But yeah, yeah, it is in the sky. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> how did you miss this air? And it went for like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that has the whole like the scrim that scrim that's painted cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna take a short break and then we'll be back to talk about our adventure. <laughs> Thank you. 
tickets to a Saturday evening performance mm-hmm. um, and I didn't realise until the day of when I got my email that said, are you ready for the Nutcracker? Here's some like planning stuff that the um, annual Christmas pageant was also on in the city as well. Yeah, <laughs> And there the were like lots of roads closed. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm glad I got that email because otherwise I wouldn't have known and we would have gone to Elizabeth Key and then had to navigate across the route. We of would have had to go the Christmas all the way pageant. out. We would have had to go around. So we're like, no, yeah. we're going to go the extra stop into Perth and then come down to the to the theatre and it was really yeah. easy when we got there. And then they set it up so every the, the West Australian Ballet does the Nutcracker every second year. So the last time we saw it was two years ago, um, and then and they have this they have a snow machine, <laughs> so yeah. it's snowing outside the match. <laughs> we don't get snow in Perth, so it's a magical experience. Even and if everyone's it's just like, "Wow!" Sub- and they obviously yeah. do it before and after the show. And um, there were heaps of people at the end. I think there was were like Christmas pageant people also like stopping and being like, "What's going on? There's snow in the city," um, and mm. it's just like soap bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would last longer and be easier to clean than take snow. Yeah, it just disappears. Well, yeah. As soon as it like, hits, whatever it hits is gone. And, like, if if they tried to, like, shave ice and yeah. spray that, it's hot enough in Perth that that would have melted before it even spat yeah. out of the machine. Yeah, yeah so. just make it all wet on the Yeah. Floor. Yeah. And then people would be like, why are you throwing rain on us? <laughs> <laughs> so they've got this whole, like, magical setup, which is really cool. I really like it. Um, and then we got we got the cheap seats, so we're sitting in the first dress circle. So there's two dress circles. Um, mm-hmm. We're sitting in the first one right on the very edge so we could only see – we could see a little bit more than half the stage because there's like five strips of um, target on the stage and we could see mm-hmm. three of them rather than just like two and a half. And if we leant forward and we're like obnoxious to the person next to us, um, we could see four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We picked yeah, the wrong side, though, because all of the good props come in on the right-hand side, which is the side that we had obscured. No, but we did see some, like, we wouldn't have been able to see the clock. No. Yeah, we didn't uh, see the clock last time, um, so we got to see that this time. Oh, no, we didn't have the cheap seats last time. Oh, yeah, we, we bought proper seats. We were, like, yeah. closer in the middle, so we would have been able to see everything. We normally um, sit in the cheap seats because we can't yeah. afford to pay the lots of money. Yeah, yeah. That last time was 2021, and there were a lot of... Um, there were still a lot of COVID restrictions going on mm. and the WA Ballet was able to continue because it's subsidised quite heavily by the government. So it was able to sell tickets at a lower capacity than the venue can actually hold so that we yeah. can have like social distancing and stuff. Um, and they also, like the tickets weren't that expensive. We got quite a deal, I think probably because mm. they were heavily subsidised. <laughs> and um, so... Yeah, we just couldn't afford it this time, so it was like, nope, cheap seats, that's fine. We've yeah. seen it before, yeah. <laughs> really familiar with it, and it's yeah. fun because we, you can see into the wings a little bit. You can see yeah. some of the behind the scenes. Like there was a bit at just the beginning, barely. at the very beginning. So first of all, at the beginning of our production, so hang on, let me get my program because I always buy a program. I'm collecting the Nutcracker programs. Um this production of The Nutcracker, it was choreographed by Jane Smolders, Sandy Della Scanella, and 
Aurelian Scanella. So Aurelian Scanella is the um, director of the WA Ballet. Mm-hmm. So we have it's, it's an original production for Perth. Um, and it begins, so instead of beginning at the party already, which a lot of other productions start with, it begins, there's like a little prologue in Drosselmeyer's workshop where he's like putting the finishing touches on all the toys and he pulls out the nutcracker mm-hmm. and stuff. And then he leaves and then you see all the guests arrive at the party so they're coming across the front of the stage and there's like Mm. kids and stuff um and they had so they they come across and they go up these little stairs and into the wings and then they go down the stairs but we could see (laughs) the whole little stair set bit yeah Mm -hmm. and the safety step in the other side with the glow tape so the performers don't like stack it (laughs) yeah we could see the up and the down and the Mm. last so Drosselmeyer is the last one who comes across and you and me both went because he like kind of jumped onto the steps and then kind of jumped off into the wings and the whole like thing shifted like it slid like the brakes weren't on and we're like yeah they took the brakes (laughs) off because they needed to get the set the stairs off Mm. so so the 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 background scrim is uh partially uh see-through so they're like they've they've built it in a way so that when the lights turn on behind the scrim it looks like you can see through the house's windows so as the guests are arriving they're taking off their outer coats off in the wings where you can't see them and like delivering their presence and then they're going into the party and you're seeing the party get more and more like vibrant more and more action is happening behind them and the last person to arrive is Drosselmeyer and he's in his cool little top hat. He's got his gorgeous cape on. He's doing mm. his magic thing. And he goes to run into the party. And he's as he arrives, like they, he jumps on the stairs, the scream is going up. So yeah. they the stage person the set, yeah. had <laughs> taken the break off and was just there ready for the Drosselmeyer to jump onto the stairs. So they obviously had practiced it, but it moves a lot because our Drosselmeyer was a was a very strong, very bouncy boy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he he's quite young as well, which yeah. he's probably the youngest one we've seen because last time there was one of the older dancers and they had him up made up a little bit older but he was yeah. really young he's like um, he's like the cool young uncle that yeah, like it changes the, the dynamic cousins. with him it and clara because so they're like much. similar age it's like oh clara has a crush on uncle Drosselmeyer. <laughs> yeah but it's um, like it's like time. a safe crush. like so the the vibe from at this version of the nutcracker that we saw is very much just a very old-fashioned coming-of-age story for a girl so mm. she's sweet she's lovely she's imagining like having a romance but she's got this safety adult there who is attractive who is interesting who is everything that she would like in a future partner but he's safe because he's a relative um yeah. so he's like that's never going to happen mm-hmm. um mm. and like that made sense i was like okay this is, yeah this makes sense from from a narrative perspective but it was very much like i realized that clara so normally in ballets, you've got like the principals, you've got like the lady principal and the man principal, and they're paired together. Mm-hmm. Clara doesn't pair with the Nutcracker. She dances with him sometimes, but she belongs like as yeah, a, she's as a paired partner with pair with Drosselmeyer. And the Nutcracker yeah. belongs to the Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that before this performance. <laughs> yeah. And so we have, so there is a child cast uh, that are at the party. So there were mm. like, were there eight of them? Yes. Eight yeah. children and two adults pretending to be children. Yeah. Um, and they're the only kids and they're done once the party, they leave the party and that's it, they're done. Um, and the 
the guy playing her brother was amazing. <laughs> he was so funny. So you've got all these kids that are obviously kids and then there's like, oh, there's Clara and her brother who are like adults pretending to be kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like taller. He was short, but he's still taller than the other kids and like he hammed it up. It was so good. Mm-hmm. He was Had bringing the, the dramatic like little brother. He was running around with the boys, waving swords everywhere, getting into mischief. Yeah, he's the ringleader. Where they're handing out presents and he's like dead certain he's going to get the good present. Like uncle's brought out the good present. He's made eye contact. He's going to get the nutcracker. He's dead and he's going around telling all the adults and all the other kids that he's getting it. Yeah. Uncle just hands it to Clara and she's like, really? And her brother goes into the best death scene I've yeah. ever seen. He's like, oh, stopped. And he just like collapses down. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, we're so and funny. Then, and then it kept going. It wasn't like the um, one where we saw the uh, ballet of Romeo and Juliet where Tiberius just like died for 20 minutes. It was like, I... My heart is broken. I don't. I don't know. I, I, and he's collapsing to the floor, and then he goes into full sulk, face down on the floor, yeah. and then flops over into abject despair. Sulk, yeah. <laughs> just and like, like, and then his like mother gets concerned and is like, "Yeah, have you passed out?" Like he's like, uh, "Yeah, I like, like <laughs> are you still pretending? Like, are you just yeah. being dramatic?" <laughs> like, like even like, if even if you up. are still just being dramatic, like this is more than like normal like this is very intense is there something else going on we need to know about and the dad's just like honey he did this last week (laughs) relax he's so overexcited because the party's at his house yeah (laughs) and he's and he's over like he's just hyped up on sugar yeah like and even at the end it's like you've you've been bad and he's like i know i'm in trouble i'm going to bed and like he goes the uncle who's the cool uncle who's like mate next time maybe don't do that and like you know everyone takes turns so sometimes it's not you sometimes it's the other kids and you just got to be okay with it and he's like yeah okay and then he turns around and mum's like you've been very naughty you need to go to bed now and he's like okay And, like, even in the background, like, after he gets, like, picked up from his dramatic death scene, he's just, like, flopping around and going over to the other presents and getting consoled by the other boys and then they, like, have a little boy war where they're running around with fake swords. Yeah, just <laughs> and the, the like, girls playing with their dolls. It's yeah, very, like, and the adults are like, well, clearly, clearly we're all a little bit overwhelmed and tired so it's time to go home. And he's like, <laughs> no, my friends. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best night of my life. No. And I can't contain myself. Yeah, <laughs> he was so great, and he also did the Russian dance as well. Yeah, as soon as he popped like, back out, I was like, "Yay!" Yeah, bouncing around, and that's always a big one. That's always yeah. a crowd favorite. He's like just really charismatic as well. Like, yeah, yeah, look at me jumping around. I'm just like a like a bean bouncing around. Yeah, bouncy, bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah, bean jumps. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. It was really good. Is that the um, mushroom dance in Fantasia? No, no, that's the Chinese tea dance. Uh, mm. Oh, it's the flowers, and then they burst out. They, they go, they're in. Yeah, it's right after the mushroom dance. Yeah, it's like they're 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 so close together. It's like which one are they? Yeah, I have to say, I really enjoyed watching the orchestra at the beginning because it begins mm. with dun 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 dun, and that's kind of like the theme of the party, like party theme. Yeah. So it comes back later, I think. Um, and now, um, oh, I had a look at the the dude who does the tuning. Yeah, 
He's called because you were like he's got a name. Yeah, there's a it's a position in the orchestra. He's the concert master. Concert master, yes. Yeah. Yes. So we had the West Australian Philharmonic Orchestra. And Very let cool. Me have a look at who. What was her name? The conductor. We like this conductor. She's she's conducted quite a lot of the shows that we've recently seen. Uh, her name's Jessica Gethin. She's the principal conductor. Yeah. Um, and she hailed as exuberant and a force to be reckoned with. She's definitely oh. exuberant. I loved watching her. She's she's mm-hmm. just every every time she does any show at all, she's always like just so happy to be mm. doing music. And even when there's like a really sad piece and she's like, okay, guys, bring it down. Like, and she's doing the whole thing. It's like, it's from a place of passion. Yeah, yeah she's, she's really cool. And I did notice that she still has a paper score that she uses and she didn't have any like fancy, um, like the, 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 what's the thing that does the TikTok and tells you what the time. The like metronome. What, metronome. The metronome. Like she didn't have any of that like kind of electronic stuff no because she was there was a couple of bits where she slowed down or she sped up and it was based on the dancers yeah she watches the dancers yeah and that's that's what that's the big thing that the conductor does when there's like a live performance as well is like Mm. if you're just there with an orchestra you can set whatever speed you want to set and just go with that but when there's like performers in order for the like the show to be as epic as it can be like you've just got to fit it all together and that's the conductor's job and I um, think it was the dance of the sugar plum fairy, or it might have been waltz of the flowers. It was one of those like big ones where I was watching her, and she wasn't looking at her score; she was only looking at the dancers. Like, mm. and it's one of those she knows it so well. Um, yeah, so, so. yeah. I think it was the flowers. Because that was one of the one that I noticed that it was slower than I expected expected it to be. Oh, okay. And then it sped up towards the end and, like, got back to the speed that I was, like, used to. Because I listen to classical music. <laughs> uh, um, yes, I've I do also listen to it. Look- I've only listened to it in the context of, like, of watching the ballet. Show, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I watch I watch stuff on YouTube and stuff. So like the the tempos were like, yeah, that's mm. the tempo. <laughs> I quite like in. Tchaikovsky as like a composer. Yeah. So I I do tend to listen to various Tchaikovsky pieces throughout the year, but like specifically closer to Christmas, I'll listen to more of like the Nutcracker Suite. Mm. Um, the is it the Snowflakes? Yeah, that was fast. Oh my goodness! So I was every oh. in my head. The performance is always so fast, and in this particular show, we were, I was watching it, and like afterwards, I like turned to you, and I was like, I was yeah. expect. I was at the start. I was expecting. I was like, why are they going so slowly? Like the music is like at least double this tempo, and they're just like doing steps that are taking twice as long. And then at the end, like towards the end, they like they have like a fast bit at speed with the music, and I was like, oh, that's why. Because yeah. there is no way any human being could possibly do like five, six minutes yeah. at this speed. Yeah. The snowflake dance was probably the most technically difficult, mm. which it was beautiful. everyone 
it, yeah, it was really, it was really good. It was really well done. But before we get to all the snowflakes, um, mm. can we talk about the the pirate fight, the pirate rat stuff? <laughs> okay. So first of all, Clara comes out and she's all like spooked In and there's like these remote control rats that go zooming around. Yeah. I loved it. So she's she's woken up and she's like, I'm gonna go check on my toy because I've been made to leave it downstairs with all the other presents, and she's sneaking in. And she's like, there he is. Isn't he cute? I love him so much. And she, like, is playing with him a little bit. And then, like, a smoke remote control rat just, like, zooms across the stage. <laughs> it's like, nee, 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 nee. Yeah. it's got, like, glowing eyes. <laughs> and, like, every time we see it, we gig- like, everyone giggles. The whole audience just goes, <laughs> so just a little remote control. And she's like, oh, no, a rat, but in ballet, which is very um, poised and dramatic. Yeah, and like miming. And then there's, and then she's like dancing away, going, "Oh no, where do I put my nutcracker? She'll get eaten by the rats." And then another one comes through, and she's like, "Oh no, second ah, rat!" And she climbs up onto like a settee or something, like a little couch over in the corner. And Drosselmeyer's like, "Hey, girl, don't you worry, I got this." <laughs> like drags her couch over to the front of the stage, and then like magics everything bigger, so like the, the Christmas tree grows, and the clock and it goes and it like. It's so dramatic. I'm yeah. like, I'm like so absorbed, and I'm like, and that was when I d- I did look down at the conductor, and she was doing these like massive like arm movements. Yeah, like, we're doing magic. So she's around. doing the magic, and yeah. Dossimai's doing the magic. Yeah, it was so gorgeous. Good. I love and, that bit, and I'm like, <gasps> and the clock folds out from like just like a standard timey clock, grandfather clock, into like a castle. <laughs> Yeah, and and Drosselmeyer like vanishes for a second, like they keep disappearing off the stage and going off and doing something. I don't know, and then coming back and doing some magic, mm-hmm. um, and like the rats appear, and I we didn't see this piece because we were too far over into the wings, but they cut. They arrive on a pirate ship. And yeah, they're, they're pirate, pirate rats. rats, and they're very <laughs> like. Uh, we're doing things that we're not supposed to. So it's like a little bit of hip gyrations and all of that stuff. Yeah. And then like, we're going their tails around. And then yeah. like, the clock is like got like a drawbridge. So the front yeah. bit of the clock drops down and there's all these soldiers. And then the like actual clock face drops down and there's a little cannon. There's a little goes, cannon like, in there. And it goes yeah. boom. And there's like the little, little discharge of the smoke. And it's all very dramatic. And then like the nutcracker who's big now because he got magicked at the same time as the tree marches out with his like big nutcracker head on and like leads his army into a very coordinated like fight <laughs> dance and the rats are just like squ- like flailing around waving their arms and just be like <laughs> like having a great time it was such a good dance and the bit <laughs> at the end because there was a bit with like he's fight. doing cpr <laughs> so they, they break up into a big fight so like the mouse king and the nutcracker are, are fighting in the middle and then like the um five uh, um, nutcracker army boys are fighting the five pirate mice like running around and like one of them like in the front they're like doing a proper sword fight they're going back and <laughs> forth and like congratulating each other and then like next to them they like the nutcracker guy lost his not the nutcracker the nutcracker army guy lost his sword and so he's just like wailing on his mouse with his fists <laughs> and next to them there's a um the nutcracker the army guy has has been like knocked out by something and the mouse is like doing cpr trying to bring him back yeah like, oh. i was like why is the mouse doing cpr on his enemy because, because it's a kid's it's a kid's dream so, like, on, like, no one can die. oh no i've yeah. accidentally killed him no yeah, i went a bit too far we're gonna bring him back 
and, and there were two more that we didn't see because we were too far over. But it was it, it, every time it's slightly different in the back, and it's so good. And so I forget it was quantifiable. The whole on party scene, the background stuff is where the gold is. Yeah, like, even just like the brother and the and the other kids, like Clara's just or the like, grandparents you know, being just like nice. popping in and being like, "We're doddering old people." Oh yeah, there's <laughs> always there's always one of the young dancers made up to be doddering and old. Yeah. <laughs> in these like story ballets. <laughs> oh, it's great. And then yeah, that um, was so good. And then they go and then they defeat the Mouse King and they leave and then they fly they through the, the sky to like the snowland and then they do the snowflakes. Is it the waltz of the snowflakes? Snow fairy dance of the snowflakes. Hang on, let me just Well, it is a waltz of the snowflakes. Yeah. And it's yeah. So fast and it's really like Really? Oh, and just before that was the so before the waltz starts, the um, sugar plum arrives and she transforms the nutcracker, like takes his head off, turns Just him into a human head. This time, Josemai did it. Yeah, and they, yeah. They arrive in the in the forest and say hello to the um, sugar, the sugar plum, plum fairy, and then the <laughs> then the little the the now human shaped. Um, Nutcracker Man is like doing a dramatic reenactment, which, like hell, it's it's equivalent that comes to later Helen's. the dramatic reenactment oh. that comes in that act two. Here, oh, okay. um, it comes, um, shit. They, mm. Yeah, he gets his head taken off, mm. and then he does a little pas de deux with um, Sugar Plum, and it's when they do the big trick. So the big trick in this one is that. Um, oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't pick sugar plum. It's the it's the um the snowflake queen. Oh oh yeah yeah the snowflake. That's, that's why I was so plum. confused. That well, is sugar she's, plum, isn't it? She's in a different outfit than Erin, and therefore she's a different character. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, it is <laughs> the snow ballet. queen. Yeah. yeah. So she's got the snow. He's got the snow queen, and he like splits over the head. Kicks her up, so she's doing the splits, but her legs are vertical. And then he ends up having just one hand and he takes the other hand off so she's just balanced there. Yeah, so he's just like holding over her above his, his head. head. And it's and the big ta-da and yeah. the whole audience goes wild. It's yeah. this big trick. It's very I'm showy. like, it is really cool. It's very showy. And then the next thing they do is the waltz of the snowflakes, which yeah. just gets a polite applause. But I was like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, my God, it has like all of the hardest things in that <laughs> dance. They don't. So as... You will know as a performer there is pause for applause spots like holding mm. her above his head. That's a pause for applause. Mm. But if you're doing like spin, spin, flip, spin, 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 you're not going to get a clap for each one. They're waiting to see what the next thing is because you haven't stopped for applause oh, yet. Oh, yeah, but even at the end of the dance, I mean like yeah. at the end when they finished, it was like, oh, yes, good. Yeah. That was a dance like rather than like, oh, my goodness. Um, but that's also like. The, or they had fake snow on the stage as well, which had been gathering. So, yeah, it's so and <laughs> they immediately, as soon as they like stop, they're immediately doing the okay, bye guys, we're off to the next stage, and like yeah. everyone's leaving and the curtains yeah. are coming down. So like there wasn't really a pause for applause. Yeah, I was very impressed with the the waltz of the snowflakes, and then and then it's like the end of Act One, and I'm always like, already oh, we're here already. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> and then I start it feeling sad. Yeah, but when yeah. we had a little chat at that point and I was like, oh, like <laughs> I forgot about all this stuff and like this mm. was impressive. But, um, oh, it's the opening of the second act when the sugar plum turns up and the prince, the sorry, the does this dramatic like, reenactment. Dramatic reenactment. It's so good. It like it's on par with Helen's dramatic reenactment, but there were no words. It was all gestures. Like mime, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then they go into the whole 
Like, Sugar Plum just, like, takes off. She just vanishes. Mm. <laughs> and, then Ta-da! Just, like, and then it's the time for the recital. Yeah, just, it's just the yeah. dance recital. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> everyone does a dance and then waits for applause and then leaves yeah. and then, like, next one comes in and then they all, like, do their finale. <laughs> yeah, but, like, this is where, like, also, like, the character dancers have, like, a space for the dancers to make it own, like, the... um. The fellow who so there's the Spanish so there's a lady and three boys and they're doing their Spanish dance together and that was kind of cute mm. and they were having fun and flipping and doing the little like Spanish skirt thing um, and then the Turkish dance starts um, the Arabian one yeah with like the beautiful ladies and they're like we're beautiful ladies and we're just like rolling our shoulders all over the place so like, they're obviously having fun with it and then like the, the man comes out and he's like. I am a sex god. Yeah, this is my harem. <laughs> this is my harem and I am a sex god. Every time you look at me, think shirt. god. And, and, and that was the it's one. Constant through the whole dance was amazing. Mm. <laughs> that stands out to me because at the very end, one of the girls up. got the coffee pot stuck on her skirt like it was yeah. attached <laughs> and she gets up and it, like she does a little bit of a dance and it's like rattling around because her, her skirt was like a sheer... Yeah, so it got thing, and it's like floor length stitching. almost, and it's so it's rattling around. And then she comes to the like the edge to like do her pose, and she just like she Picks obviously goes went to goes to untangle it and goes, I can't untangle that. And then just so holds the coffee pot yeah. <laughs> in one hand, and she like, just pulled it off. Like it just it looked it like perfect. it was an intentional thing. Um, and then because they have these cushions, and one of the cushions had a little compartment in it for where the coffee pot and the little like Turkish delight treat. Yeah. goes mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're like it's hard it's a hard surface yeah. so they do like tricks on it yeah and then it like the the ladies are like doing their pose and their arms are all the place and there's the one with holding the coffee pot because there was no way she was going to get that off her like um yeah in time and then the sex god guy picks up all of the cushions and they're doing the pose at the end they're in the middle of the um stage mm-hmm. and they have to get off the stage because the next yeah. dance is starting so they're and like so strut off the stage the ladies strut off really fast like models and he just like puts his head down on the top pillow and like snuggles it and then just runs off the stage yeah. I was like that's <laughs> perfect <laughs> and it fit in with his like whole his whole vibe of like everything that he was doing it just made sense it was just, yeah. it was just so smart I loved it it was cool um, and then we had the Chinese, the tea dance. They were um, very cute. Which is cute. Yeah, yeah, it's a cute little dance. And then the Russian one's a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was, I and he's felt, really fun. I felt like the Chinese dance and the Russian dance, like they skipped a section in the middle because it didn't go as long as I was. No, they're, they're very short. They're yeah. just really short. Okay. They're only Maybe- like a minute long each. Maybe the dance is short, but the the piece that I listen to most often yeah, maybe it's has extended because like the the Arabian dance is like three and a half minutes. Yeah, but the Chinese tea dance and the Russian dance are only like a minute each. Yeah, whereas um, like my remembrance of all of these pieces are that they are roughly the same length. Yeah, when I listen to the actual written. Yeah, score. maybe it's extended out. Yeah, yeah, or maybe it's been cut short for the dance on purpose. Yeah. But anyway, it's a shorter um, dance and it's very cute. And yeah, the, then we had then, we had the dance of the reed flutes. Um, yes, which was really cute. But we had like a stay puff marshmallow baker yeah. man <laughs> with his like multicolored um, pastel like accessories. Marzipan. Marzipans. Yeah, and, and like the girls this, have the wigs that are just like this white fluff, like a cloud. They look <laughs> like either like uh, one of those marzipan cakes that you think is going to be delicious and then you eat it and you're like, oh, no. I do not I made like a bad marzipan. choice. It's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, or like 
marshmallows like on candy yes. canes like, like they look they look delicious and they're they're always so cute and they're always like so excited their little faces always like yay yeah. <laughs> they do this adorable little dance together yeah. they're like springing around just being happy um and then they do a little bow and then they leave so they have like they actually get time to leave because yeah. then then it's the dance of the flowers <laughs> yeah because we didn't we didn't get the mother ginger and the polish nails no um which I've only like I, I haven't looked at the Royal Ballet one, but the Balanchine version is like a dude on stilts with this gigantic like um, French skirt. You know the the sideways ones that you can put a TV oh, under. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's like kids under there, and so he like comes in sideways with the fan and this giant skirt, and then the skirt opens up, and all these kids run out and do a little dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, we don't have that one, so it goes straight to the Waltz of the Flowers, which is my favorite like I watch it um the two points so the very beginning and then the waltz of the flowers of the times and I've just got a big grin on my my face and I'm tearing up because I'm just so happy you do love the waltz of the flowers yeah and the tutus are beautiful they've got these beautiful pink tutus um, but my ultimate What's of Flowers is the Balanchine one, and that is probably my most watched video on YouTube. It's one of those, like, I need cheering up or I just want to feel happy and fluffy. I'm going to watch the What's of the Flowers. <laughs> and I just love it so much. It's so good. Mm. I just love it. It's the best. And our Clara, this one, was in the dance. Like, she saw the flowers yeah. come and she's like, me too. <laughs> yeah. And dances. Um, I don't think the last one, I don't think we had a Clara in the flower dance. No, she did. I remember that she did. Okay. Um, because I'm so familiar with the Balanchine one. Mm. <laughs> so anything. Because the Balanchine one has like a soloist who does solo bits. Um mm-hmm. who was like created for Balanchine, I think. I think in um I think in the Royal Ballet one, um what's her name comes down? Clara or oh, Clara comes and dances with them as well. Yeah. Or maybe Sugar Plum, but I think probably Clara. Like there is always someone there as well. But yes, I love, I love the What's the Flowers. And then we have the, and then Sugar Plum does her like pas de deux and then yeah. they get a turn and then she does her like dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Yeah, this is, so we were talking at intermission because we are all like excited about the show and I was like, and the second half is basically the racist dances and then the 17 bow dances and then we yeah. go. And yeah. it is it is very much that's what like. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the recital mm. of all the, the recital happens. And, and then they like, all, bow. and then there's like a coda and they all come out and in their costumes mm. and like dance together. And I think there must, cause there weren't as many. Yeah. They, um, they double down. On the what the what's of the flowers, there were like double of, double of them. So I think some of the soloists might, switch and do that and then go back to their other costumes yeah so yeah like the mm. the flowers are all of the female core and then and the soloists are there as well i'm pretty sure because the then demi soloists the demi soloists and then mm. when they actually get into their like character costumes they just stay on the rest of the show uh, and when they did like the actual bows bows at the end they had um I think two people swapped back in from the flower dresses into the snowflake dresses. <laughs> oh, just, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to show, like the costume is here. <laughs> this yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, here they are. There are also um, so the ballet company. I was just looking. They have 
a young artists initiative. So there are six dancers who um, I think are like only just 17, 18. They've like just graduated and they and they do like an apprenticeship kind of thing. They get mm. their sponsors um, and they come and they get to do small bits and so I think they would do like the Waltz of the Flowers and the Snowflake Waltz and stuff. Um, and then later in other parts of the season they do they might do some devised work for them and stuff. It's mm. like part of their like apprenticeship in the WA Ballet for their year. So we also, as well as the the core um, and the demi-soloists and the company, we've got their like young artists as well that they use for some things. So that might have been them. Mm. Maybe they just maybe. did the Snowflake one and maybe that was them coming back maybe. for bows. Mm. But there yeah, was the not- same number of snowflakes as there was flowers and then there wasn't enough people on the stage to mm, have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I lost track of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was so good. I just love the Nutcracker. And I love the music is so familiar. The Nutcracker sweet. Anything that's in Fantasia, yeah, as soon as I yeah. hear the music, I can visualise the animation that yeah, goes with it. So that's Fantasia. kind of like my first impression yeah. of the Nutcracker Suite. It was also suite. our first introduction of the Nutcracker Suite. Yeah, we would have yeah. seen that way before we ever saw the Nutcracker. But like I know the, I don't know how I know the rest of the music, whether it's just like around. Like every be. song is familiar because like I've seen other ballets and mm. in most of like, you know, the classical storytime ballets like, you know, Romeo and Juliet and Sleeping Beauty and all those big ones, yeah. there's like certain pieces of music that I recognise and I know and the whole ballet I'm kind of like, I don't know this music, I don't know, oh, here's the one that I know. Yeah. So, and then like you know wading through. How everyone knows the Wilhelm scream? Yeah. That means, like, someone's in danger or dying or whatever. Um, and there's also the, like, the chord, the anxiety chord that you hear and you go, oh, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, it's because right? it's in, like, every movie. It's in every movie. We ha- we use a lot of this classical music as touch points. So, like, when you're watching mm. your next movie, you'll either you'll hear part of the backing track and be like, oh, that's that's this or that's that or that's whatever. And then we also use it in ads, so something that might represent like a happy um, holiday uh, The Christmas ad. ads have a dun, lot of the Nutcracker music. Yeah. Or it might not even be yeah. like that specific bit of the music. It might be like further into the piece. Yeah. And they've just taken a couple really of familiar. Yeah. yeah. The whole yeah. thing. And it went so quickly. It's quite short because first act was only an hour I think mm. the second act was only an hour as well. Yes, but it feels longer. No, it, it felt so short. I was yeah. like, like, you like when, you like when the, the snowflake dance started, I was like, oh, this is the end of act one. Like, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> the first, the first like, act is like it's a we've shock. We've only because, been here for ten minutes. Exactly, because in our heads it's they go to the party, then there's the rat fight, and then they go off into the magical land. And like it could stuff. all fit into one act, mm. but. Because the, the party goes on for a really long time. like, And it's yeah. not like it doesn't feel like it's dragging. Like there's stuff happening no. all the time and yeah. it's all important to the story. But we don't recognise that because what we remember of the Nutcracker is it's a little girl at a party, she gets a toll, she goes to sleep and then magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, um, it's quite simple. But, yeah, but it is like, I don't know, it's just done really well. I don't know if it's the, the music or yeah. it's just tight and it's just everything that needs to happen happens. And yeah, there's no exactly. point where you're like, oh, hurry up. It's a simple mm-hmm. story that doesn't waste time doing things for, like, no purpose. It's um, just the bit that magical. I, 
yeah, the bit that I'm like, okay, this is taking forever, is the 17 bows because yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen them do this and now they're doing a variation of this and now that they're doing the male variation of this and now they're coming back yeah. together to do a reprise and, and they've been bowing the whole time and we're all yeah. very excited. But it's after my yeah. bedtime. <laughs> I'm yeah. finish yet. <laughs> and then the and then the curtain call that that we like oh that was to. so cute. So the they call they do their first like they do the 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 bows like they come out to the proper bows and all of the people come out and it's so cute. And then they call the um, the conductor up. conductor up and she's just so happy. She's like, yeah. guys, did you see this? Wasn't it great? Sort of yeah. thing. And then Yay. and we're, like we're all clapping and they're like second bow, yay! And then they're like, do we do a third <laughs> bow? We do forward. a third. Yeah. Again. And then like the like nutcracker was like, let's go again. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we were just like so happy. And then like, well, maybe we should stop now because they'll just keep clapping. <laughs> so yeah. they're just like, okay, bye guys. It was a, it was a good audience as it well. It was a we really a good, good Saturday night audience, fairly full. Yeah. Um in the in the theater. And um yeah, everyone was very enthusiastic. Yeah, there was a lot the of like laughter and gasps and oh that was very spectacular like yay yeah. and the um when the Josemai was doing his because he does magic Helen you got to yeah. come with us he does because all these <laughs> oh, yeah magic he's got tricks. his magic trick with the stick yeah like he does like magic tricks like you would expect like a magician outside of ballet to do so like like the levitating thing and the surprise flowers and stuff like that yeah but like popping out of places yeah and then he does like theater magic with like <laughs> growing the stage and, and all this stuff but yeah. um he does like a normal magic trick thing for the in the house party and it's really cute <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone in the audience is like oh, how's he wow. doing that yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> it's very cool it is very cool mm. yeah yeah i love that i wish they did it every year but then we wouldn't get to do year. the Sleeping Beauty on the off year. Oh uh, yeah, they don't do the same. They do something different each year. But yeah, next year is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, come with us to see, see that, Sleeping Helen. Beauty. Uh, to see a ballet, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to come with us though fun. when we go to see the um, New York American one, New York mm-hmm. City Ballet. Yeah, yeah. I love the Nutcracker. And I kind of forget how much I love it and then I go see it and I'm just like, I loved it so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, so that was that was the Nutcracker, my favourite ballet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Helen's going to go and watch the Barbie Nutcracker because that's her kind of Nutcracker. <laughs> that's the one I remember because that's the one I got. That's yeah. the one that, that was your, was it your second Barbie movie? And it's Christmas. the first one. It's the, the very first, first Barbie, Barbie movie. movie for Christmas. The Barbie movie. It's the, the one Barbie that started movie. the whole thing. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of like the ballet. It was started the story and then they yeah. had this ending of yeah. being this big dance number. The first mm. few Barbie ballet movies were very much, we're recreating a Barbie version of the ballet. Yeah. Not yeah. we're taking the story and just going f- yeah, wild making, with what's going yeah. on. Um, yeah. 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 So have you seen your local production of The Nutcracker this year? Maybe you've been in one because there's often um, amateur productions that go on, which is really cool, or like dance schools put on The Nutcracker. So tell us if you've been in The Nutcracker. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. And we're also on Blue Sky now at Isn't It Neat. 
You can email us on isn'titneatpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And feel free to leave us a review because that really helps us out, helps our visibility and stuff. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. (laughs) 